you're about to discover tips, insights, and aha moments to help you and your team to fly. This is the Working With Teams podcast. Simply lean in and listen for one thing to apply and you'll get fantastic value from every episode. Hi, I'm Andrew Huffer, your go-to person in all aspects of working with team. In today's episode, you'll get to hear from my colleagues Margot O'Byrne and Will Besson. They talk about the role of the subject matter expert as a facilitator and just how to balance this role and when to make the switch. So today we're going to talk about, is it possible for a facilitator to switch roles and actually be like a content expert? When's it okay, yeah, to switch that hat from facilitator, being quite neutral, working with the group, to content expert, this is, you know, a piece of content, this is how people go about it, this is it. Yeah, yeah. And it's a tricky one, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Particularly if you're quite passionate about the subject and you've been working in that area perhaps before you came to to facilitation, or maybe you're a team manager and you know a whole lot about how the whole thing's going to progress and then suddenly you're facilitating a team discussion, the, the temptation to get in there and actually tell people how it is is, is very strong. And, but to be a good facilitator, we all know that it's important to remain neutral and allow the group to actually kind of discover and make these, these decisions themselves. So one of the things is that sometimes you need to actually give groups a bit of information so that they can continue the discussion you know, maybe you know something, and they, in particular if you're an internal facilitator, they know that you're the manager of that branch. They know that you know the answers to that. So again, it's important to be authentic. Don't, don't try and be unreal in the situation. And one of the ways that I've found to do it is to say, I'm just going to step out of my role as a facilitator. I'm going to step into my role here as the project manager of this, this idea. Let me tell you what I know about where this project is going. And then I'll very clearly say, step one, step two, step three, are there any questions? So again, in that role, the content expert, you're actually fending the questions, giving the group more information, and then when you feel like everyone's up to speed, knows where they're going, say, okay, are you okay if I step back into the facilitation role now? Being really clear and signposting there, that transition. Yeah, yeah. Have you found that sort of thing is necessary? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm a big believer as well that there's, there shouldn't be a hard and fast rule about mm. about that as mm. long as you're willing to signpost that for the group and they take that on and go, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. If they jump up and down and say, no, that's not your place, then then at least you know that. Yeah. yeah. I'm also a big believer, as you said, in giving groups the information they need for an informed discussion. I think... There's a trap you can fall into, which is about trying to be totally neutral, Mm. but having a group talk around in circles, because they don't just have that vital piece of information that really would bring that discussion up a level. So a lot of the work I do is in governance and capacity building with community groups, and particularly Indigenous corporations. Mm -hmm. And often something that comes up is around how do we manage our farm? Mm -hmm. And sometimes groups don't have a full understanding of you don't just have to run sheep or cattle or not do anything. There's a whole range of options in between, which may be to sublease a property, to employ a contract manager. And sometimes I pause from my facilitative approach Mm. and say, 
here's a range of options that you could consider and then put it back on them to consider those options. Yeah. It just li lifts that discussion a bit. There's also times when you have to take off that facilitator hat because there might just be something that's purely compliance. Yeah. Like, no, sorry guys, you, you can't yeah. do that under your constitution or you've got a policy in place that says no. And groups will often go, okay, because they tried to test that with you and, and you can play backwards and forwards. It's just what you have to keep remembering there is that facilitative approach, try and be neutral as much as possible, but there yeah. are options. Yeah, and I think what, what you've highlighted there for me is the need to be authentic. You know, if you have the information, don't pretend you haven't because then you're inauthentic as a, as a facilitator. And sometimes we're in privileged positions as facilitators. We happen to, we're exposed to a lot more information than many of the participants, particularly in rural groups or remote groups, Indigenous groups, and it's important to give them and help that group to become empowered to be able to make those decisions. So really brilliant point. Yeah. Terrific. And there we have it, another fantastic episode of the Working With Teams podcast. And I'm sure you remember to lean in and listen and just grab one thing to apply. If you got value from this episode, please pop over to iTunes and give me the big thumbs up. And of course, go to my website, andrewhuffer.com.au and make a request for future episodes. Thanks. Looking forward to being in touch with you soon.